Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach, an engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And tonight, it's all about Generation Z. I know sometimes, it, well, most of the time, I kind of cater to us older folks and how we think about things and how we move on in in, uh, in our relationships and our lives and our friendships. But sometimes we forget about the younger generation. They think a little bit differently than us. And sometimes we put um, our beliefs and how we feel on them. And, and sometimes it's not fair because they're, they're growing up in a different world now. So I have an amazing guest tonight and I'm going to bring her up and I'm going to give her a little tiny intro. And then I'm also going to um, let her say a few words too. So stand by. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have Miss Trinity Carpenter. Um, and I hate to I hate to do this, but I have to I have to tell people that, you know, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have on our show, um, you know, frequently her mom, Miss Latasha Carpenter, also known as your girl, Tasha. Um, so this is her daughter. So I hate to I hate to take your shine away by doing that. But okay. but I want to introduce Trinity because um, just like her mom, Trinity is very outspoken. I, I have watched her over the years, even though I haven't really had a lot of in-depth conversations. I trust her her logic. I trust her her opinion. Like I said, like her mom, she's very opinionated. So she has a voice that needs to be heard. So we're going to hear that tonight. So welcome to the show, Trinity. Um, I guess before you, before you say anything, um, just tell the people, well, tell the people a little bit about... Um, why you think it's important for us older folks to understand how you guys think um, a, as far as how we can help you grow. You know what I mean? You know what I mean by that? Like a lot of times we put on what we think you should do, but but tell people, first of all, introduce yourself, anything you want to say, you know, you, I know you're in school and all of that. Tell them what you're studying and all of that. And then we're going to get it in. Okay, so yes, I am Trinity, as you said. I'm from, I go to school in Oklahoma and Oklahoma Christian University. I study mass communications, creative media. And so um, I really love my major just to begin with. I'm, I'm a really creative and uh, performing arts person. That's just who I am. As far as why it's important for um, the older generation, or I would just talk about personally, my parents to understand um, the way that I think. I definitely think it's important. I feel like a lot of times um, parents tend to just tell you not to do things instead of trying to understand, uh, right. you know, where you're coming from. But, you know, you would think they would know because they've been there before. So right. um, I think when you just tell someone not to do something, they're still going to do it, but they're just going to do it without guidance at that point. Right. Right. And that is um that's one of the main reasons why I wanted you on is because a lot of times in life we we put our own fears 
and everything else that we have that we grew up with onto the next generation. And sometimes it stunts your growth. Sometimes it it it, it stifles your ability to be creative. It stifles, you know, your ability to know um, how to love and how to be in relationships and what to look out for. We tend to, to just tell you, no, don't do it. Instead of saying, if you do it, this is what you need to look out for. And, and you have an amazing mom. And I know she, she's been in there in the trenches with you from day one. So um, yeah. a lot of people don't have that, but um, that's why I wanted to have this show for, for parents. A lot of my audience are older, so they need to understand how you guys think, because I, like I said, a lot of times we just kind of, we, we put our own, you know, what our parents taught us or what we learned onto you without understanding the climate that you're in. So, Right. Let's get into a couple of questions for you. So we talk about the climate for you guys right now. And what I always talk about on this show is um, how how the newer generation is used to getting everything fast, everything fast information. Um, you want your relationships fast. A lot of us older folks think we can do it, too, but it, it ends up crashing and burning. So what I want you to the question I have for you is. From your perspective, um, as far because this is a relationship show, the, the people that you know or the people that you encounter or see in your life, whether it's at school or friends you have at home, um, do you see a lot of um, people that are in your age group seeking long term relationships or is it just kind of like Tinder? We just going to figure out how many we can date or whatever. What is, what's your perspective on that? Like, what do you see mostly? I think a lot of people just they we don't necessarily know how to relationship and i think a lot of people just want to be in a relationship they don't necessarily want a particular person they're just like i want to be with somebody and that leads to the going to tinder and honestly i mean i've i've been on tinder before mm -hmm. <laughs> honestly before i used it i definitely had this uh feeling about it like oh like you have you have to be desperate to be online dating right. I'm not on Tinder anymore, but that's a completely different reason I'm not on it. But I definitely think it is this microwave society thing where we feel like the um, the best way to get it is this. But I, I think it's interesting that you brought it up because I recently did do a research project on it. And mm -hmm. I think it said like 60% of people find their lifetime partners through, um, through friends. And mm -hmm. then next most common in this society to find their partners is through Tinder. So, I mean, some people are just trying to get on Tinder just to date people to have fun, but there are literally people who look for their marriage partners on Tinder as well or dating apps. So, right. So follow-up question. I told you before this that a lot of my questions are going to come from your answers. Yeah. So here's a follow-up question. So with, with the whole Tinder thing being a thing now in online dating period, cause I, I met my lifetime uh, wife partner through online dating. A lot of people don't know that. Like wait, like <laughs> not re like 10, well, 11, 12 years, maybe what is it? 12. Anyway, married, we're all married for 10, but before that, um, I don't know the, I know the exact date, but, um, anyway, been a long time. We, we, um, met online, but it's a little different now. So my question to you is now that this online dating is like the thing, Mm -hmm. Do you think a lot of times people don't end up in long-term relationships because they have the 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 amount of choices out there now that they can just drop one, get two more, drop another one, get another one, and it it's not really sexy to go and 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 stay in one place? 
I definitely think that people don't have, um, what is it? They don't, they don't stay around long. Like they don't, they don't fight. Oh, they don't fight through things. Like the littlest thing could happen and people be like, all right, <laughs> that's enough for me. That's enough for me. So, um, I do think that that may have an influence on how we, uh, how we handle things. Um, of course, I definitely think you should stick to your standards and things mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, at the same time, you know, we're kind of young. So we have this pers- like this I- idea that, you know, we have time so we could just, you know, mm-hmm. be patient about it and wait it right. out. Yeah, that that um, the 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 older generations when we were when we were coming up in our 20s and maybe early 30s, it was. I think by and large, it was like the whole Cinderella, Prince Charming, you know, I, you know, I want to be married. I want to have kids before I'm t- by the time I'm 25 and all of this other kind of stuff. And I feel like that that's not like I think the the, the generation the millennials right um, before you, a lot of the millennials are like, I'm good. Like they they really don't really look at marriage the same way like I would have or even even your mom. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like for what? Because I think this is my opinion. I think that through the course of of the, the 40, 50 somethings, we showed you how not to do it. <laughs> you saw a lot of people not getting along. And and now when you look at your future, you, it's probably looking like if it happens, it happens, but mm. that's exactly me. I honestly most recently came to terms like I, I sometimes I'm thinking like maybe being single isn't such a bad thing. <laughs> like I think I, I'd be okay. I could survive. You know, I think Whoopi Goldberg once said she was like, or was it Whoopi? It was somebody who was like, I don't want to get married because I don't want nobody else in my house. And I think it's the funniest thing. And so it's 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 hard. And I do have a question from uh from Facebook, I'm gonna start um, start to get some of these questions in, um, but it's it's tough because my generation, even though flawed, we still kind of for the most part try to hold on to the whole you know dating courting kind of thing. And when we see you guys going out saying I don't, it don't matter to me either way, it's kind of like no 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 you need to you know find somebody, and we're putting that on you. We would love for you guys to to want, you know, the type of things that we want. But in this society, it's just kind of weird because it doesn't operate that way. Yeah. Um, let me, yeah. Let me get this quick question from Michelle Ford from Facebook. She says, does the younger generation even court anymore? So what we do is really weird. So we have this thing where it's like stages. And so you start out with the talking stage. And I really, I'm not a big, I don't know how I feel about the talking stage all the well, all the way, but instead of calling it dating, we call it talking. And so what that means is, is that um, you guys aren't necessarily together, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's, I think it's just a way to avoid commitment. So like, you don't necessarily have to, um, to do everything this person says you're not obligated like it's it's just the title of oh this is your boo but everything else is removed from it so that's what you yeah that so so you said a key word there commitment mm-hmm. is commitment even the thing that people are aspiring to at your age 
or are they like I can get to it later? Um, I would like to think so. I mean, me in general, not just with dating relationships, but with friendships as well. I'm all about loyalty, mm-hmm. but there are definitely people like I do have friends who talk about like I may have guy friends or female friends who talk about people and they be like, no, I'm good. Like there are there. There's definitely that within the culture of uh, not necessarily uh, wanting to commit. But I mean, then there are times like those same friends I've had where they'd be like, oh, this is the person I'm going to I'm going to be better with this person. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really it's really a flip floppy thing. Right. So do you have do you have I'm, I'm asking questions like a dad would. <laughs> so <laughs> so you so so is it even a, a conversation Um, just looking f- to the future of of like friends of yours or people that you know that even thinking about being married like is it a conversation or is it like something that that they think about like oh i'll I'll do that when i'm 40 or 35 or whatever i don't i don't get tend to get people putting an age on it i mean again Mm -hmm. i go to where i go to school i go to a christian school so i know Mm -hmm. people are engaged at my age and honestly, when I heard people my age were engaged, I was like, what? <laughs> like, that was just a lot for me. But, um, of course, in my environment at a Christian school, a lot of people talk about um, marriage. So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that also religion plays a big role in it. Right. Right. So so here's another uh, question from Facebook. Um, and L- Alicia from Facebook says, we talk to, just like you're saying, so, so we did do the talking, but I think it might have been a little more in depth. We gonna talk, I'm gonna come back to that though. Um, maybe Michelle's Michelle Ford asked a question. Maybe this will this will answer what I was gonna ask. She says, "Do you do you actually talk on the phone? Seems like everything is done over social media or texting these days. Even older men seem to think this is acceptable now." Oh, we be sometimes when people are dating or talking, we like we literally do this thing that's weird where we'll fall asleep on FaceTime together and stuff like that. So I know my mom thinks it's so weird, but yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like it's hard to come from the generation like I have and not judge that. Um, But I always have to catch myself because the, the era that you grew up in, that's the normal thing to do. So my question is, um, cause we used to, like Alicia saying on Facebook, we used to, we used to have conversations on the phone and fall asleep with the phone on our ear. So it's a kind of the same thing. It's just, wow. it's a little different. Like we, yeah. mo- most of us who, who had a, our little booze back in the day, whether it was high school or whatever, we used to have them conversations that went on so much. And it was like, no, you get off. No, I'm gonna get off. No, no, you go first. Yeah. We don't, we don't do that. We were like, no, you get off. All right. Bye. <laughs> so, so, so the conversations are they are they do you you guys and i'm saying this like i'm not saying that that you that because you're you know innocent and pure so mm-hmm. the the from what you hear um do the conversations have any kind of depth or is it just kind of like like text language because you know texting isn't really like a lot of times it's not full sentences and in in like, do you talk about like life stuff or is it just kind of like matter of fact, like we just hanging out buddies there? It, I think that is situational in the person, because personally me, like I do want to talk about things like I want to talk about um, like, oh, what are your goals in the future? And yeah. what is this? And what is that? Um, there are different people um, who do approach things differently as far as um, 
Yeah, as far as that, I definitely think people are a lot more bold based on what my mom tells me, though, mm-hmm. and making certain comments about things and right. stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it's um from the things that I see around because I try to I try my best to get as much um, information from all different age groups or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like um and not that you should be super serious at your age anyway because you got yeah. time to do whatever, but you know this going back to the whole courting thing and the dating thing. Well, actually let's do this. Let's talk about dating. Let's focus on dating. Okay. Are people going out on dates or are they just hanging out? Define date. <laughs> well, well, you know, if you thought about it traditionally, the guy is going to ask you to go out. I know that the, I know women are doing it now too. They're like, Hey, look, we need to let's go. But the guy would ask the woman out on a date and he would n- not necessarily pick her up because, you know, that's kind of dangerous. But you would meet somewhere and you would have the dialogue and maybe you ate dinner or you went to the park or the beach or whatever. Yeah, I don't think that's happening a lot these days. I think I find myself a lot of times wanting to do that. I I probably had one person ask me to go get coffee, which I thought was weird when it happened. It was mm-hmm. just the fact that it was coffee, you know? Right. Right. But I mean, I mean, but it was actually when I went and did it, I liked it a lot. Someone told me that caffeine makes you talk. And so <laughs> it did. And we talked a lot. And it, I really felt like that was my first real date. Other than that, people will go like to the movies, which I don't consider that a real date because right. I feel like you're not really interacting with each other. You're just watching something together. And right. so you, if you go to the movies, you got to do something else, too. <laughs> it's not just the movies. But yeah, yeah I, I think. There's a lot of um, hanging out, hooking up, mm-hmm. um, situation shipping going on. And I think that the depth that's needed for the longevity of the relationship tends to tends to be something that's desired because everything needs to be quick. Let's hurry up and figure it out. Let's go here. Let's do this. I talked to you for two hours on Tinder and this, let's go, you know, and it's like, yeah, go down. <laughs> A lot of times that is a, oh, let's link up, um, like, oh, who's coming over, this and that. So I know what you're saying, the hanging out aspect of it. Because that, that and even for, for older people now, because everybody want to be, you know, doing the end thing, the the the, the hanging out, hooking up, um, not committing. Like, when we talk about commitment, people aren't even committing to a date. Because then, then, it, then it starts to become something more, you know, something else. So it's just like, right. let's just meet for coffee. Let's just go meet at the bar or the let's let's meet here. But it's not really a date. Let's just right. see what happens. And I feel personally when you don't even like if you're interested in a person and you really feel like you didn't have the conversations and you finally get to the point like you've all, you've invested time. You know, you kind of want to know more. You want it. So what's the problem with paying for a dinner? But it's like, even for a lot of guy, younger guys, they're like, yo, I'm not paying. I'm not paying all that. I don't really know her like that. It's different now. <laughs> and yeah. and the thing about it is the way that you guys, the, the culture that you guys have come up in, I feel like the women are like, okay, that's cool with me. Let's just go get a, you know, go to the, to the store and get a Snickers bar and go home. Like, I don't like it's, it's so I don't get it. But like I was saying at the top of the show, we feel a certain way, but it's a different climate now. And so if you follow what the climate says, you're going to end up in these situations. And people like you who may want something different, you're like a unicorn. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm good. It's about 20 more over there that's going to let me do what I want to do. Yeah, I also feel like the reason why we're so much on the like same page of like how we how we interact with each other, like a big factor of it is social media where you'll see like people saying, "Oh, relationship goals." And they'll look at someone else's relationship and then they'll be like, I want that. And then it'll have like a whole bunch of retweets. So all those people who retweet is like, I want. So we all have our own idea of what a relationship should be based on what social media told us. And so if we don't think for ourselves, then we're all going to find ourselves in the same problem, same situations. Because right. social media only shows you a clip, you know, yeah. to show you everything. Yeah. And, it, and you know, what we see now with these YouTube stars and YouTube couples, and they'll be like, 19 20 years old and it's they'll do a whole youtube page where they have all of these followers and oh this is my you know and we're everything's perfect and the audience that's watching thinks this is goals until you find out that somebody's getting beat up or you know <laughs> it's been horrible behind the scenes and then you then they have this public breakup and it's like oh my god we never saw it happening mm -hmm. and for your generation this is the this is the blueprint unfortunately yeah because we're so social media driven that we think that this is how it's supposed to be. So um, have you encountered people who are driven by watching that kind of stuff? Like they think that that's what they need to pattern themselves after. I I have encountered people who um, will be like, oh, that's my favorite couple to watch on YouTube. And da, 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 da. I personally never really got into watching YouTube. Like so I know some people who watch YouTube every day. But yeah, I've definitely encountered people like that. Your mom says not Snickers, but Twix for you. When I said the Snickers bar. Oh my <laughs> so, so my next question goes into, um, and like I was telling you before, July is a minority mental health month. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to touch on a small mental health topic that goes along with this too. Do you um, see whether it's in your, your um, circle or things that you see online because you, you trying to tune into things that are more um, catered towards your generation. than I would, do you see a lot of people that are in your age group that are dealing with a lot of issues, like with their family? And it's like, um, it kind of stifles what they do in relationships and not even how they may deal with you. Like when I grew up, we hid it a lot. Right. So we just kept it inside and that's not healthy either. And now we're in your generation, people tend to, share a little more mm -hmm. so do you kind of feel the dysfunction like like a lot of times you can see it coming way more like way more than like maybe when i was growing up or whatever it's now it's like out and it's like people are dealing with some horrific stuff and then you got to pick from a pool of these people to date <laughs> yeah. yeah i've definitely well i mean i have known people who I had no idea had mental ish mental health issues and they're gone now. But I right. do have a good amount. I have surrounded. Well, I let me not say surrounded myself, but I have been surrounded by people who dealing with depression or certain issues. Um, they may have been in a bad situation or something like that. And I actually, I actually tend to like cater to those people because, like you said, we do share a lot more. And sometimes sharing will push people away because mm -hmm. people are afraid of what they don't understand. And so right. me personally, I have dealt with like depression in the past and things like that. So when I see people dealing with it, I'm like, oh, I want to help. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanna, You know, the best thing I feel like I can do is just be present, not necessarily yeah. 
know, be someone's yeah. therapist or anything like that. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I've been through it before, so I definitely know what it feels like. And I wouldn't want someone to feel alone in that time of need. Right. And for the parents out there, um, it's important that we listen when, when those cries for help happen. And, I, and a lot of times, especially because of how young you are and even even um, I don't want to say kids, you're not a kid, but like the, the, the younger ones that are even younger than you. They're they're actually they're actually like more vocal about what they're doing. And you see and you see these little eight year old, you know, hanging themselves in the closet and the parents will say, you know, because we think that these issues are supposed to happen when you're like 30. So you're like 17 and you're like, I'm having these issues. We're like, oh, come on. You'll be all right. You you young. You'll be okay. You're just going through a phase. Yeah, I've definitely heard, oh, like you have a good life. I don't understand why, like I you I feed you and stuff like that. I've heard all of it. Um, I've heard, oh, you just want attention. Mm-hmm. So that definitely is a big problem. That just makes it worse. It doesn't yeah. help anything. Yeah. Ignoring it. So. Yeah, it's 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 really um and and even in in my my young age, <laughs> I it took me a long time to even understand what it looks like. Like mm-hmm. what. When when somebody's acting out, uh, you know, we always like you say, we always just say you'll get over it or you got a good life. And, you know, what are you having to complain about? But it's really it's really a cry for help. And a lot of times we don't see it because it's exactly the thing that we kind of gave to them, our traumas and our fears and our whatever. And we're looking in the mirror and we don't want to acknowledge it. And it's it's tough because. For someone that's in your age group. For you to not have the support from your parents, right? While you're being vocal about it, it's harmful to not just now, but for your future. And on a relationship show like this, we always talk about people's traumas and that trauma dictating how and who you pick, right? right. And it's a cycle because if you don't figure out the why and the what, then when you have a kid, they're going to look at you. Right. So, so that's that's why I wanted to put you up here so that in, in the, the differentiation between my age and your age and, and trying to build a bridge to say, hey, you don't I don't have to baby you, but I can't listen to you. I can't understand what you're going through. You're coming up in a different time. You're exposed to way more than I could ever be exposed to. So now I need to understand and try to listen. And like we always talk about on this show, it's okay to go get somebody else to help you out with the thought process or how you feel and not being afraid to go to a therapist. I think in your age group, I think it's more acceptable now to go get help than it was when I was coming up. Um, Because you see all the commercials and the celebrities now when they're talking about mental health and therapists and all of that. But I mean, I know a couple, I do know it's we do reach out for help, but I do know a couple of people who their parents won't let them or yeah. be in the yeah. of it, you know, so yeah, too. yeah it's, um, <laughs> yeah, my, Latasha says your, your friend's parents, not me. I'm um, not talking about you. <laughs> she wanted to make sure the audience didn't think that. So, so, um, so just to wrap up the mental health part of it, we parents need to understand that the generation that you're in and the one that follows behind you are going to be way more vocal. And we need to, we need to get over ourselves with trying to be so hard because that's how, that's what, that's the era that we came up in. It was don't talk about it, suck it up, 
-hmm. you know, keep it in. Don't let nobody think you're crazy or don't let anybody think you're weak. And it's harmful to us because if we never, if, if it never comes out, we take it out on you guys (laughs) and we don't realize it. And, and like I said, it's, I always say it's the gift that you give generation after generation. Somebody has to, you know, come in and hopefully try to break it and be more intelligent about it. And sometimes it's not our parents. Um, So let's move on to, we'll call it the last topic, but if it spills over into something else, self-love, right? We, we, um, I saw you did like a, a song on Facebook about, you know, loving yourself and not really tripping off of, you know, what's going on out here, especially like with these guys or whatever, but yeah. um, <laughs> how important it is, is it for you to have that strength of knowing that you love yourself out here in the world that you're growing up in? It's very, 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 <laughs> very important. I'm going to tell you, I actually wrote that song because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do forget to love myself. I think mm-hmm. I get too caught up in other people's perception of me. And at the end of the day, if I love myself, other people's perceptions of me doesn't matter. My right. perception of me is the only perception that matters. And if people love that about me, then I have the right people in my circle. Right. So, um, yeah. I think that's very important. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's important for someone your age to understand that now. Um, and I always, and once again, another reason why I wanted you on here is so that people can see that it's okay now as a 40 or 50 something year old or however old you are to now figure out how important it is to have peace of mind and self-love. But what if you had that at age 19 or 20 and you knew that that's what you needed to do? We need to understand how important that is for someone that's in your age group to understand how important that is. And that's part of our job as a parent. Like we missed out. A lot of us missed out on understanding how important that is. That's why I always wear these shirts that say peace of mind over everything. I didn't learn that until I was over 40, how important peace of mind was. So it's important for us. Once we learn that lesson to make sure that they, that you guys get it and understand how important it is because it's going to save, it's literally going to save you from a lot of pain a lot of decisions that you may make, you may decide to go left instead of right because you love yourself enough. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the plight of the human being, but it's the plight of, of us not being vocal and not necessarily having parents that knew how to tell us to, like, even for you, the environment that you're in, it's hard for us to tell you what to do because those guys and, and girls out there, they off the chain. Like, how do you navigate that? <laughs> it's It's hard, right? It's hard for somebody to find somebody that they can genuinely like pour themselves into without it going left after three months. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody's posting. Um, your your mom is saying that 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 your guys are vocal in everything. Very 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 vocal. She put, um, she put a lot of berries. It's probably about thirty of them. So <clears throat> so with that being vocal. And, and, and hopefully being more in tune with how you feel than we were, mm-hmm. it's our jobs and it's your jobs to kind of figure out how to build you up to the point where that stuff doesn't, doesn't sting as much. Yeah. Your mom, me, most people that are in my age group, we went through a lot of hurt and a lot of pain because we were chasing something that we thought we were supposed to chase because 
that's what our our parents generation showed the marriages and everybody's happy all the time and i want that and then when you get it it's like you chase it so much that you forget about your love you're 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 using that other person as the love instead of you having it you know it's a good companion love to have but if you're replacing it with the love you're supposed to have for yourself it's a detriment to who you are because then it's hard for you to leave when it's time to leave right right so right. so what i want to say as the as the as the the elder statements elder statesman here is um i'm glad and happy to see that you are learning these lessons early mm-hmm. and you know, we always, as a community, the, the people that know your mom and that know you, because we're going to start wrapping this up now. Like um, Paula has always said, you have a calling on your life and we see the leadership in you and keep it up. Um, we, you know, we used to grow up in the era where they always used to say it takes a village to raise a child. And for for my daughter, she's 11. For anybody else out here that has kids, no matter if they're 20 or whatever, it's our job now that we've learned these lessons, even at this late age, later age, to get, to pour back into you guys. I don't care if your if your child is 25 or 30. We gotta we gotta get back on track. And once you're in control of you, you're in control of your decisions, you're in control of who you decide to stay in a relationship with, and all of that kind of stuff. It's powerful to love yourself. But a lot of us get caught up in this stuff and, and social media is the greatest and the worst thing that we <laughs> that we have out here. Um, and we just got to be able to use that tool for what we need to use it for and understand that human beings touching a human being, hugging a human being, that stuff is still important. FaceTime is cute, but we're here to connect with each other. So I think I may have one more. Qu- Let me see some of these uh, some of these um, comments. Uh your mom says that's for self-love being important. Very oh, she was saying she put all those berries for how important self-love is. Um <laughs> uh Natasha Davenport says lips popping. <laughs> Dang, I just came in, I came in late. Um Tyke Cole from Facebook says, I I believe you are in charge of your own love and happiness. Mm-hmm. And uh Michelle Ford says she has two 17-year-old girls. God help me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, it's um it's a lot that you guys have to deal with that we don't understand because we trivialize it sometimes. Um, and I guess my last question for you is um, because you, because you have um, learned a lot of these lessons that it took us a long time to learn. I mean, you know, you still have growing to do, you're going to experience things. You're going to still, we all going to experience some kind of pain. Um, what you, what's your opinion on the outlook of, of, relationships and marriage for the future for your generation do you think that 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 you're going to kind of follow more of a track of just kind of looking for a companion are you going to not you per se but like where do you feel the direction we're going in um as far as that's concerned i definitely think um in general i think my generation rushes into things too quickly and from my own experience, I think it would be better to go in the direction of, you know, sticking. Well, me personally, the way I'm going to go is sticking to people that I know very well that I've known for a long time. I think friendship is really important. 
And I think a lot of people right now are in relationships where they're not friends with their companions. Mm -hmm. So um, that friendship really builds a foundation for the relationship. Yeah, that's very important. I may even do a whole show on on being friends. Um, (laughs) I'm learning. I'm learning. Still learning. um, Even though I'm, you know, I'm the coach. I'm still learning too um, about the friendship piece of a relationship. And I, tr- when I was younger, like your age, I didn't really, I'm like, all we got to do is be in love. Like, I don't, <laughs> I like you, like, let's do this. The friendship thing wasn't necessarily important, but I think a lot of times, and I'm going to jump on this for like two seconds, but a lot of times that friend piece comes in when you're having the relationship issues, then you can go back and say, this is the person that I, that I have fun with that I, that I can talk to about everything. That's the most important part. Your friend is the confidant that you're supposed to have when you have problems. And mm-hmm. if that same person is your is your mate, it's a, it's a win as long as you're open with the dialogue like you would be a friend. I think we confuse it sometimes when we get in these arguments how important it is to go back to that open dialogue. Because a lot of people, when they have those issues, then they get on the phone with their friend and then they talk about all of the, the stuff instead of talking, instead of talking to it, to supposedly who's supposed to be your friend. We lose that. We get upset. We get pissed off and all of that. Um, and, and like I said, it, it took me a while to understand how important that is. Like, I think we, we just want to be with somebody so bad. And I think even with your, with your generation, it's like I said, the culture is, is so fast that you skip past that step a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I feel well, I don't want to use the word fear. I think as these generations come along, I feel like marriage isn't going to be as important as like maybe I thought of it or even you. Mm-hmm. I think people are going to be more in like a partnership situationships. And I think people are going to be okay with that, even though it's scary to say that. I think that that's the direction we're going in. Um, because people don't want to commit, people just want to be able to say, you know, I don't like it. And they want to be able to leave. They don't want to say, you know, they don't want to take that ultimate commitment and say that I'm married. They just want to be able to to kind of move as they, as they want to. And I, I fear that that's the direction that we're going in. But I also know that, um, as us parents, it's our responsibility to kind of keep you kind of centered and grounded in, in understanding that, that, you know, we are here to be connected to each other. And if you decide to be in a relationship, then we support it. We support Mm-hmm. The way that you get into it, because it's a little, oh, we met on Tinder. And the older person may say, oh, you met him online? No. Yeah. They don't realize that that's how most people are meeting now. Actually, I've met a lot of great, and they're still my friends today. I've met a lot of great people on Tinder. I've also met some people that I'm not cool with. But <laughs> I've met a lot of great, and the way I think about it is I'm on Tinder. So I'm thinking, like, there should be other right. people like me on there. Yep, that's what I I used to tell people all the time back in the day when when this when this online dating thing was kind of new, and they was like, "It's nothing but crazy people on there," and I'm like, "But you're on there, right. so 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 your whole theory goes out the window unless you're one of the crazy people. It, it's it's life. You're going to meet bad people. You're going to meet good people. You're going to meet friends. You're going to meet you know somebody that you may be in a relationship for six months and it's over, but it's all a learning process, and that's where the self love comes in." that you can break away from a relationship. You're going to have some hurt, but you got enough love that you can kind of move on and, and, and make better decisions. So I'm hopeful for for you guys. Hopefully, you know, um, you surround yourself with some good people and, 
you know, you're going to have your ups and downs, but it's really, um, I'm hopeful for you. Like, I don't know a lot of Generation Z people, but I'm very hopeful for you. And, and a lot of who you are comes from who your mom is. And that's great. But like I said in the beginning of the show, a lot of people don't have that guidance. And yeah. those are the people that need to see shows like this. They need to be able to to, to kind of um, absorb the information that's out there. And I think the people that are that are um, on the same track that you are, when you're in those circles, I think it's your job too to say, hey, friend, look at this, you know, go check this out because I, I think you might be going through something or like when we start building a community like that to where we're helping each other, then every everybody wins. So your mom says you're gonna be all right. I I definitely know that for a fact. Um, because you're 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 ahead of your time. There's a lot of people that's that's you know my age and older that still don't get it. They still don't understand that they gotta love themselves. They still don't understand that when they're in a situation that they do have the strength to kind of to move on. Um, it takes some of us a long time to figure that out. So. We're going to wrap this show up. Is there any other parting? Let me see something. Somebody said something. Rebecca Castle. <gasps> I'm proud of the well-rounded young lady Trinity is and how she continues to grow. She is a true leader of her generation. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's it, in, in there's a lot of other young men and young women out there that are showing a lot of leadership qualities. Now things that, that your, our, your parents, um, might have been a little afraid to do. You guys are really kind of leading the charge, and I'm proud of you guys for that um, because you're doing the things that we may not have necessarily had the courage to do, and it's our job as parents to let you spread those wings mm-hmm. and not try to not try to fold you up and put you in a box as, as to what we think you should be. That's the lesson um, of this whole show is to be able to have these dialogues like I'm having with you, Parents at home, you need to have these dialogues with your kids and get into those heads and see exactly what they're what they're doing and stop chastising them for being unique and different. Um, so is there any parting words you want to say to the audience? Love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. So I'm gonna um wrap up the podcast, guys. Thank you, Trinity, for coming. We're gonna have you back. We're gonna have you back on like a panel or something, because I think your voice is important. We're gonna have you back one of these days when I have a panel up here about something. So I thank you for coming and it was great having you. And we will we're gonna sign off and we're gonna do our little three seconds and then we're gonna um, you know, we may have chat with the audience for for a few minutes. So on that note, everybody that's listening on the audio. Thank you for listening. Hope you guys have a great and amazing weekend and we will talk to you soon. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, cuz better relationships need better ingredients. Hey, so if you want better relations, it's about communication, finding love, staying together. We all want to make it better. Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship gumbo.